Even when you have, you know, goals or things, results that you're after, you're trying to achieve to try and detach from the expectations that you have around those and just do your best. And whatever the outcome is, you'll know that you have done your best. And Mm -hmm. live was around again. I know we've had chats about this on the podcast, uh, being just more mindful, having more of a sense of being grounded in the present and more mindfulness, which I feel like I've, you know, especially the books I've picked up this year. I feel like I've been living this one out. Yeah, very nice. See, isn't it cool to like look back and see what your words were? It's like this evolution of what has happened over the past handful of years. So cool. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. It feels, I felt like I've been like, oh, okay, I'm done. Your turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll start back in 2019 as well. Um, I did actually. Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hello, hello, Kate. I'm so excited for our topic today about choosing a word of the year. Me too. Yay. (laughs) I cannot believe that we are at the end of November. Whoa. (laughs) happy almost December yes Um, obviously a perfect time to choose a word of the year again very on brand for us to get ahead and make sure that we're all set for the new year with our rules of life hello calling back our previous conversation and our word of the year yes I love it I love this topic and exercise too I've been doing it for several years probably six or seven if I had to guess, but we'll kind of talk a little bit later about (laughs) how much digging we had to do to find our previous year's words. Um, The concept is super simple, yet very powerful. And I'm so excited for both of us to share our experience with doing this exercise each year. And then that way, if our friends feel like they want to jump in and join us in this exercise, they can. Digging is right. I loved this topic, (laughs) conversation topic, but I had to do some major digging around for this uh, episode. And it was, it was fun though, because I went back through journals. I was kind of like a trip down memory lane. I went through my camera roll on my phone to see where I was at different parts of the year in different years. So it was, it was a nice uh, trip down memory lane. Yeah, for sure. You know what? It kind of surprised me when I had such a hard time finding some of my words. I'm like, how is it possible that I don't have this list readily available and easy to find after all the talk that we do about preparation and planning? So tough admission, but there you go. (laughs) So, Nicole, when did you first hear about the word of the year exercise? Like, How long would you say you've been choosing a word of the year? Definitely not as long as you. And honestly, I think I heard about this from you. It was either you or Chris Brogan. And I know you're going to say you first heard about it from Chris Brogan. 
But I think I heard uh-huh. I heard about it from you. Because and of Chris Brogan. Because of Chris Brogan. <laughs> so we'll get to that. I was aware of people doing this and I I don't think I honestly liked the idea at at the start. I always thought oh, I've got my goals in various buckets and this makes more sense to me rather than just one overarching word or a few words. So, Mm. but then as I dug around, I have only been doing this now for three years. Okay. All right. What about you? Um, Well, as you said, I first heard about this from Chris Brogan. I loved the idea. It really resonated with me, but I can definitely see where you're coming from and I guess for me, I never thought of it as like one or the other that because I was choosing a word of the year that I couldn't still have like goals and various buckets and everything because I do that too. Mm -hmm. I kind of looked at it as adding on to that. Um, But I can definitely see where you're coming from. For me, the way that Chris described it, I think having a focus and a reminder of what's important to you, uh, which, you know, we've talked about multiple times over the past couple episodes and it kind of because it goes year by year, it always ends up being based on like a different season or chapter of your life. Hmm. And I just find this so helpful because what season or chapter you're in this year might be very different from last year and next year is going to be very different as well. So I just feel like Hmm. it can be a great way to help you refocus and stay on track throughout the year, kind of remind yourself of like, where did I start this year? how did I start this year saying, you know, that X, Y, and Z is what's most important to me. Um, and that refocus has been really helpful for me. I agree. And I'll add to that in that going through my digging around in my journals and phone notes and all the little places that I found lists of goals and all of this in preparation for this one thing that came up was when I did find my list of goals, I um, saw where I ticked things off. And there was one year in particular that I hadn't ticked things off. So I ticked, I, you know, I went down that list and ticked off what I had achieved. And what I noticed was that I had only achieved, was able to tick off for 40 to 50%, like half of that list. And okay. that made me think like, huh, maybe we could be setting ourselves up for too many goals at the the start of a year or just be too ambitious. And in, in reality, maybe we should just be focusing on one or two bigger ideas, bigger focal points, you know, and try and stick to that over the course of the year. So again, just to say that this is resonating with me a lot more. Yeah, I really, I guess maybe that is also, you described it really well right then of like, it almost is more of an overarching look at like, how do I want to be almost Mm. is how I look at it versus I want to, you know, go to the gym five days a week and gain 10% muscle mass in in my body. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not like so super specific as like a smart goal that you might place. Mm -hmm. It's more of an overarching, like, this is how I want to live this year. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So with all that digging, can you share with us some of your words from past years? I'm so excited to hear. Okay. So I went around all my places, which for me is my phone, my computer files, my journals. And as I said, I only started doing the word thing more recently. I found a note on my phone that listed goals for 2019. Mm -hmm. So I'll share at least those because yeah, let's start in recent years. Um, In 2019, 
oh, this is funny because we just talked about this in our last conversation. One of the goals I had put down was less worrying about what other people think mm-hmm. and just less worry in general. That is ironic given the fact that we just talked about that. That was an addition to your rules of life. Yeah, it makes me think like, how long has it taken me till 2023 <laughs> to come around to realize calling back to our last conversation that worrying is pointless mm-hmm. um i think that's interesting some goals and some you know ideas take a lot longer to realize i suppose yeah yeah but um one that i love that i put down and i really liked seeing this again was more reading and self-improvement and i I think this was the year that I turned uh, my reading habit up quite a few notches. That's when I started reading a lot more books, making the commitment to read in the morning, read in the evening. In relation to self-improvement, we got a business coach and mentor that year. We joined SAS Academy. I did my storytelling course. I joined a women's challenge team. We started our mastermind, I'd say around maybe not as early as 2019, but It's just been nice to reflect on that was one of the goals I had set in 2019 and it has come to fruition, maybe not in in that year, but in the following years. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild to think about our mastermind starting in 2019. And I'm almost positive that it did because we definitely started before COVID. You're right. Yes. So yeah. 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 Wow. So that was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. That's another reason why I really love like the word of the year and, and documenting this kind of stuff, because it's so cool to be able to look back and see how much you've accomplished and how far you came. Like that year you had that more reading and self-improvement goal and look at how many things you were able to just list off that you accomplished because of having that focus. There's so much power, isn't there? In, in writing it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think more than we realize that that's what I I've kind of reflected on in, in doing this exercise. Yeah. And then for 2020, I spent a lot of time digging around, but I realized that I didn't choose one. I didn't have any notes. I didn't have any, yeah, any list of goals for 2020. So I don't know what happened that year. Well, we know what happened later that year. (laughs) Which is also quite ironic, huh? Right. Because when I was looking back in my notes, I couldn't find anything for 2020 either. Which is so just strange. It is very, <laughs> I feel like very there should strange. be like some weird sci-fi music playing in the background right now. <laughs> so moving on, try and forget about 2020. In 2021, is, it, is Chris Brogan's, his original idea, was it always one word or three words? He liked talking about three words. Uh, okay. Yeah. I thought, where did I get this from? I was like, I'm sure there was this, a point where the suggestion was to choose three words. And in yeah. 2021, I found my list of three words and they were optimize, reclaim, expand. Honestly, when I first saw them, I was like, what was I thinking? What was I talking <laughs> about? I did not get what these are great ones. And then thankfully on the next page, I found an explanation. I was like, Oh, good. Okay. Right. This is what you, what you meant, Nicole, when it came to optimize, it was optimizing the business reclaim referred to reclaiming time. So getting some of our time back and expand referred to, I had the intention to 
gain new skills. And then I realized 2021 was when we started our podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because for me, that was a new set of skills to be on the other side. You know, I've been producing $100 MBA. Right. Um, but this just, you know, new skills on, on the other side of the mic. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. In 2022, this made me chuckle a little bit. Like I thought, mm, okay, I wrote brave, be more brave. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why, but I liked this word and there must have been a reason why I put it down. And I was reflecting on what happened in 2022 and I distinctly remember one of the goals I had was to get on more podcast interviews. So I feel like that's in line with, you know, putting myself out there a little bit more. Definitely. Yeah. And then another thing that we did was we launched uh, the first OzCon conference here in, in Australia. So feel like huge. You know, yeah. Entering new territories. Yes. And I love the word brave. I think it's a great one because there's so many things that we dive into that are brand new to us mm-hmm. that maybe we've been thinking about for a long time. Maybe we haven't, maybe we've just come up with them, but yeah, bravery and, and diving into this thing's not easy. So that's a great reminder. A great word. Thank you. I don't know if it felt like a little bit cliche, at some point, but I was like, oh. Well, I think sometimes looking back on stuff, it can feel that way, right? But right. like, you have to remember that it was the right word for you at that time. Yes, that's a good way to yeah, a good way to say it. All right, mm. 2023. This year, I found my three words there as well. So I, I must have just decided to go with Chris Brogan's original suggestion to have three words. Mm-hmm. So I chose three words for 2023. They were conquer, detach and live. I believe we had a session in our Golden Girls Mastermind where we shared our 2023 words because that's where I found these ones on our spreadsheet. Um, so brief explanation of those, like conquer, what are you What are you conquering? Okay, imposter syndrome, fears, that's what that word um, was, uh-huh. you know, was Yeah, meant for me. Detaching was more around detaching from an outcome, results, expectations. I think this must have been influenced from a lot of the reading I've been doing, you know, around just letting go and not realizing how little control we have. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to use that word as a reminder of like, even when you have, you know, goals or things, results that you're after, you're trying to achieve to try and detach from the expectations that you have around those and just do your best. And whatever the outcome is, you'll know that you have done your best. And live was around again. I know we've had chats about this on the podcast, uh, being just more mindful, having more of a sense of being grounded in the present and more mindfulness, which I feel like I've, you know, especially the books I've picked up this year, I feel like I've been living this one out. Yeah, very nice. Isn't it cool to like look back and see what your words were? It's like this evolution of what has happened over the past handful of years. So cool. Right. Yeah. It's a lot. It felt like, like, oh, okay, I'm done. Your turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll start back in 2019 as well. Um, I did actually try and go back further. And it's funny that you talk about choosing the three words instead of just one, because I know for a fact there were multiple um, years that I chose three words as well. I, I did not find any of those um, just looking, going back to 2019. So maybe it was before that that 
that I was choosing three. However, we're going to be talking about our word of the year for 2024. And I think that I am going to choose three or at the very least, I have three that kind of are in some ways representing the same thing to me. And I haven't chosen just one. So we'll talk through that in a second. (laughs) But um, for 2019, my word was confidence. And when I was looking back at that year and kind of looking at what went on, that was a year where I did a lot of speaking from Mm -hmm. stage. And that was like a biggie for me as going into that year feeling confident about asking to speak on stages, feeling confident that I belonged on those stages, feeling confident that, you know, what, no matter that I was keynoting or in a breakout room or whatever the case may be that like I could get up there and be confident about what I was delivering and how I was delivering it. And that happened. You, you keynoted podcast movement. Like you keynoted multiple conferences. Wow, that is so cool. Again, so powerful to have this written down and then to see what happens as a result. And doing it at the beginning of the year and going into the year with that in mind, like telling yourself, okay, this is a year that I'm going to really like this matters to me. Mm -hmm. I really want to focus on this. And in previous years, that had just really like started to kind of eat away at me as you know, always second guessing myself, doubting myself. I was just sick of it. And I Mm -hmm. felt like I could be like living so much bigger and so much better if I could just, how can I finally crack this confidence thing? (laughs) Of course, I've been working on it. (laughs) Yeah. Make it the word of the year. (laughs) Um, Of course, I've been working on this, you know, for several, several years and I'll always continue working on it. I always know that there's room for improvement, but I, I thought it was cool, like you said, to go back to that year and kind of look at what happened. 2019 is also the year that I launched my second podcast, Ditch Busy. And so that was kind of another thing cool. that, you know, I was nervous about Kate's Take was the podcast that I started with. Like, do I sunset that? Do I transition that into another podcast? And I had the confidence to just go for it and start another one. I did another podcast and so there are there are a few big things that year that I really feel like this word helped me lead strong with those. Right, because Ditch Busy was your own project, your own concept, mm. and it was your own. Uh, yeah, I remember. Mm. Oh, that's so awesome. Wow. Yeah. Big year, big year. <laughs> and then, like we said in 2020, for I, I know that I, ch- I had to have chosen a word because I've been pretty religious about this, but I just could not find it. Couldn't find it. I don't know. Got lost in the vid black hole, I guess. The vortex <laughs> of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2021, my word was clarity. And 2021 was, we were all definitely coming off a year that we did not expect. Mm-hmm. A lot of things kind of got jumbled I found myself just asking a lot of questions. Yeah, I don't know, just feeling pretty unsettled and Mm -hmm. like things were so up in the air. And that's, as you all know, not really how I operate. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like as 2021 was approaching, I really was just looking for this clarity. I was looking for things to feel easier. I was looking for things to, for it not to feel like such a struggle for everything. And that's in business and in life. Usually when I choose a word, I'm kind of trying to choose one that encompasses both, Mm. you know, of those areas, business and life. 
That makes sense because your business is so much a part of your world, right? Your everyday, mm-hmm. your identity and everything that you do on a daily basis. So that make that would make sense to me. Yeah. And I always think that there's potential for words to hold like different meanings in different contexts too, right? So, you know, clarity in business and clarity in personal life. I mean, it was at the very end of that year that John and I ended up getting engaged. And, you know, we've been together for a long time. There was never any doubt in my mind that we would spend our lives together. But clarity around like, do we want to start a family at some point? And so there are just like a lot of big life questions that Mm -hmm. I felt like that word was going to really help me with that year. And it certainly did. I think it's such a it's such a powerful word and and you're right it was probably in part a response to how much uncertainty right there was mm. at that time and i love how you you said that you brought this into your personal life as well in the sense that we couldn't, couldn't we couldn't control at that time everything that was happening in the world so much was actually out of our control with covid and all the restrictions and everything like that but you were able to, you know, you, you recognize where in your life there's, you can have clarity. And yeah, the example of your engagement with John is, is, is a great example of that. Yeah. And that was the year that we decided that we wanted to start a family. So that was huge, you know, a huge life decision that we made together that. There you go. Really living your word. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Okay, so in 2022, my word was presence. Mm. And I really feel like we've talked about being present on the podcast a lot. I feel like 2022 was my year for that. Like I just really wanted to live it. And because I know how intentional you have to be about it. I know how you have to pull yourself back from being distracted and feeling like you should be someplace else and being pulled in a a lot of different directions. And I think after the clarity that I got in so many different areas of business and life in 2021, that 2022 was like, okay, I feel like we've finally kind of passed this phase of everything being upended and nobody knows what's going on in the world. And there's so many like weird things that we don't really understand and can't explain happening. I got my clarity in 2021. Now it's time to just like really be present in life every day, Mm. be present in the business, be present in my personal life, be present in my relationships. And so that word was like just such a great guide for me, I feel like in 2022. And 2022 was the year of our wedding. And I knew that with all the planning and preparation leading up to that, that just based on, you know, all the things that I read and heard from other people of, you know, it goes by so fast and you don't even remember it happening. Like I knew that I did not want that experience. Like I wanted to be super present in every single activity having to do with it. My bachelorette party, our, you know, engagement party, the actual wedding and and all of that. So presence was a great word for that year, for sure. I remember you living this. I remember this very vividly, just the way you described each of the events and how, how you enjoyed every moment of it meant that you were fully present. I remember this really very clearly. You're Thank very, you. very good, Kate. Very, very good. I just, <laughs> I just love, love this. And it's very fitting to carry this all on. 2023, my word was life. 
And that was in big part because I knew that in 2023 is when we were going to try and start a family. And so that was very top of mind for me. But it was also just, again, like looking back into 2020, 2021, 2022, just like so much to be grateful for in this life Mm -hmm. and the life that we've created and just really like not losing sight of that. So having like gratitude and appreciation for my life, living Mm -hmm. my life to the fullest and life as in creating life. And so, I mean, we we, we nailed that. (laughs) You you did. Like, I don't know the science of manifestation, if there is a science of manifestation, (laughs) but sounds like there could be given your experience um and also just coming out the other side of COVID and all those years Mm. like going back to what you said gratitude and being you know the fact that we made it out the other side is something to be immensely grateful for um so I think this word is just so beautiful and encapsulates so much of that whole experience of the of the preceding years and then wow you made a baby (laughs) as well as well (laughs) yeah and when you were going through your 2023 words one of yours was live and so that's kind of cool ours was like very similar (gasps) right yes mindfulness presence Mm. same page girl same page same page Um, So yeah, that's a wrap on looking back on my words. So I'm really excited to hear about your word for 2024. Are you ready to share it? Mm -hmm. So you're only doing one this year. You're not going to do three. I'm I'm doing one. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm flipping it. (laughs) You and I. Yeah. So where I used to do three, now I'm doing one. And oh, that's interesting because my little explanation of my word kind of you know builds on from that so my 2024 word is space and not yay space outer space as in the barbie movie yay space no space as in less more space in terms of my calendar in terms of what i say yes to allowing just more buffer more breathing room for life to happen and also something that Omar shared with me recently when we were in the Gold Coast and he, he did his, we did, he delivered a five minute talk at this mastermind that we were at. He shared an idea that I really, really loved and resonated with the idea of better, not more. And this goes in, in terms of business, in terms of life, anytime we're thinking about adding something more to our plate, whether it's something we want to do, whether in business, it's another product line, just to stop and catch ourselves. And instead of thinking, what more can I add? What am I doing right now that I can do better? Mm. And I really loved this idea. And I think if you give yourself the space, if you give yourself the time, if you allow to have more breathing room, more wiggle room, and you don't just pack your schedule and you don't just pack your business with products and more and more and more, I think it will allow you to do the things that you do already better. So that's a very long explanation of why my word is space for 2024. I absolutely love this word for you. And the better, not more philosophy is, man, that should be a rule of life right there. Can we go back to our last episode and add it? (laughs) That's a great one. You're right. Yep. Didn't think of it. But yeah, this is maybe a rule. 
Yeah. And this is so cool that you have gone from three words to one, given that the idea is better, not more. <laughs> wow. No, see, I think this is see what fantastic. I did there? I didn't realize what I did there, but yes. But you <laughs> did it. You're you're already living your word. <laughs> No, this is great. And and this idea is especially something that you have to be so intentional about. So like having this to refocus, see, like this is the power of it, right? Is now any time throughout the next year that you're thinking, oh, well, should I add this? Oh, should I do that? Um, we're coming up here actually in a couple of episodes, we're going to be talking about saying no, Mm -hmm. um, all of these things. It's just so important to be able to like refocus and remind yourself of these things. So I love it. Great choice. Thank you. And hold me accountable girl. I will. (laughs) You count on it. (laughs) All right. I'm so excited to hear your word for 2024. Yeah, your words, your words, my words, potentially my words. So I'm actually having trouble deciding. And so I don't know if I'm going to go with one or if I'm going to keep all three of these. I feel like I know what I'm looking for and kind of what my goal is in the word that I choose. I'm just having a tough time with like deciding which word encompasses all of this. All right, let's workshop it. Yeah, I would love that. Okay, so the three words, I'll say all three words, and then I'll kind of talk about like why I chose each of those. So surrender, and that's just the idea of giving up control. Release, that is just allowing things to flow freely, let go of expectations or things being a certain way. And then the third one is flow. And I was kind of thinking of like a flow state is being the mental state where you're doing something, you're fully immersed in it, you're feeling energized, focused, full involvement, you're enjoying it. So kind of like the idea of being in that flow state. Now, all three of these kind of came to mind because something that I've just been super focused on recently is preparing to have a baby. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And something that keeps coming up for me and that I feel very strongly about is in all of this preparation and planning and and researching and all of these things that we're doing, I fully understand and appreciate and respect that probably not a whole lot is going to go the way that we think it's going to, Mm -hmm. right? You can't really like plan and prepare for the life change that we're about to experience. And I'm on board with that. So I'm trying to find the word that I can go to, to remind myself that I'm okay with giving up control. I'm okay with allowing things to flow freely and letting go of expectations or things being a certain way. And what I really want is to like feel like I'm able to flow. I can be flexible and able to take on these different challenges that I don't even know what they are yet. So Mm. that's kind of like my brainstorming of going through like how, what to choose for this year. And those are the three words I've come up with so far. In my opinion, these three, they're all beautiful concepts. I love them all. The, they kind of ladder up to the first one, surrender. Mm. And I 
And of course, The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer is one of my favorite books. It's very top of mind right now. But Uh what I meant by laddering up is you're in a flow state once you just release and you're just letting go of expectations and you're not so self-conscious of what's happening. I think that's required when you're in a a flow state. Mm -hmm. Once you surrender and you give up control, you're able to allow things to flow freely. So I Mm. think Mm -hmm. surrender... The surrender concept just allows you to be present, be mindful, give up control, let things go freely and be fully yeah. involved because you're in, you've just let go of all the expectations of what this is supposed to be right now, what I'm supposed to be experiencing right now. So you can have that full enjoyment of the process of the activity, but you need to surrender okay, in yeah. order to do that. So I think you should scrap the three words and I think you should just do one. Okay. <laughs> I, I like it. I really like just having one personally. That's why I was kind of like struggling with, okay, which, which of these or like what combination of these, but I like what you're saying. And I agree like that ladder up does totally make sense to me. So I'm going to go with surrender. If that changes, I'll, I'll definitely keep you posted, but I, I love it. We both have an S word. I know. (laughs) Well, thank you for workshopping that with me. That is really helpful because you know how sometimes when you look at something for such a long time or like Mm -hmm. when you're in it for such a long time, you're just kind of like, I don't even know anymore. So Mm -hmm. really helpful to get your perspective, especially because you and I have not shared this with each other until right now. So you just heard that for the first time. So really appreciate your opinion. No, you're welcome. I I just think the simplicity of it, another S word, the simplicity (laughs) of reducing it to that one word. And I'm really big on this concept of surrendering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I'm very excited for 2024. Me too. Me too. Not that we can't start living these out now. (laughs) We don't have to wait until the clock ticks over to January. Very true. I actually find it's helpful to start integrating it now so that by the time the new year hits, you're really ready to hit the ground running. (laughs) Hence why we do this a month before. (laughs) Yes. So friends, now is a perfect time. If this is resonating with you at all and you feel like choosing a word would be a good thing for you as well, which I definitely think that it can be. Go ahead and take some time to think about, you know, maybe you have some ideas from things that we talked about today. Um, I, I wanted to go back and share our words from previous years so we could kind of reflect on that, give you a good idea of like what it looks like in actual practice. Mm. Right. So hopefully that was helpful. And Nicole, thanks for sharing a look back and also your word for 2024. I love it. Space. This was great. I had such a blast doing this and I hope our friends find their word, words for the year. And if they'd like to share them with us, they know where to find us. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on choosing a word of the year, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.